Hi there, you are listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. My name is Matt Wakeling and this is the show that I produce in Sydney, Australia. Thank you so much for joining me for episode number 170. Now today I am joined by John Foreman, guitarist and frontman of the Californian alt-rockers Switchfoot. The Grammy award-winning band returns with their 12th studio album named Interrobang and it comes out on August 20. Now I was lucky enough to get a pre-release listen, in fact I took a few listens and it is a fantastic record, I really dug it. So I was super excited to speak with John about it. Also excited because I'm a big Switchfoot fan and a couple of years ago, some of you may remember, I spoke to Drew Shirley, the other Switchfoot guitarist. So it was nice to get the other half of the guitar team. Stick around, you're gonna love this interview. This episode is brought to you by The Pedal Movie, a feature-length film all about effects pedals created by the Music Gear Marketplace Reverb. I am super excited about this film. The Pedal Movie features nearly 100 interviews with people like Steve Vai, Peter Frampton, Jay Mascus, Billy Corgan, and more, including some of our Guitar Speak podcast alumni like Dweezil Zappa, Sarah Lipstate, Johnny Barmer, and Brian Wampler. Reverb's The Pedal Movie is available now on iTunes, Google Play, and Vudu. For more information, visit www.thepedalmovie.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar course put together by Joe Elliott. Now, Joe is not only a fantastic guitar player, he draws on his years of experience as the ex-head of guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology and also at the McNally Smith Music College. Here's a few words from Joe about the course. You're tired of wading through hundreds of random guitar videos and just want to become a better player. Fretboard Biology is your answer. Fretboard Biology is a self-paced, college-level program that will give you the right instruction, in the right amounts, and in the right order. You'll learn the same information I taught to thousands of other guitar players over 30 years of teaching in top music colleges. If you want to make real progress with your guitar playing, then sign up for a free 7-day trial at fretboardbiology.com. John Foreman, welcome to the Guitar Speak podcast. Hey, thank you. I see you got some guitars up behind you. Yeah, well, we're in lockdown in Sydney, so I'm I'm at home, so I'm in the the music area. So, yeah, it's not it's not so bad. It's going okay. Yeah. Yep. Hey, John, congratulations on the new record in Terrorbang. I know it's not out till I think August twenty is the release date, but I've been uh, lucky enough to have a, a pre-release listen, a few several listens actually, and uh, it's a fantastic record. Hmm. Thank you. No, I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. I bet. Yeah, it's been um, it's been a cool few years for Switchfoot. I mean, pandemic craziness aside, back in 2018, um, I actually had Drew Shirley on this podcast, which was really exciting, and we were talking about Native Tongue when that uh, just dropped in 2018, and um, obviously last year you guys did the covers EP, and yeah, a bunch of online stuff as well. So you've kept busy. Yeah, we have done. Um like pretty much right when the lockdown started, it felt like we had this uh, job description to try and bring people together, even if they couldn't be in the same room. You know, I feel like music, live music in particular, does that better than almost anything, you know? And so we thought, well, how do we, um, how do we bring people together? And so the, the live stream, we, we started, uh, 
kind of doing all the the crazy things that we couldn't do any other year. So we did a live stream from our local baseball stadium. Um, we did a live stream from a yeah, we aircraft that. carrier that was epic. and a boat and a hot air <laughs> balloon and a cabin. And, you know, just kind of um, dreaming big and bringing people along for the ride. And it was really cool to see a community kind of form out of that experience, you know. Um, I mean, friendships from people in Australia and Brazil and South Africa and, and the Northern Hemisphere, like everyone uniting. I, I, I really... It was an unexpected gift to come out of a very strange dark year. Yeah, cool. I especially love the wheel of Switchfoot where you had the big game oh, yeah. show wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was an unexpected one where we we didn't really expect much, but it was probably one of our favorite ones. You know, just getting all, all these random covers where you're like, oh my gosh, okay, yeah. here we go. Let's do Radiohead or let's do Weezer. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Buddy Holly cover was particularly great. Yeah, it was, it was super fun. fun. <laughs> hey, let's um let's talk about the new record. It was uh produced by Tony Berg, who obviously um part of his backstory is working with Paul McCartney. Um your love of the Beatles is is no secret. Was was that kind of fun pulling him in? What what did he bring to the process? Yeah, so Tony is an incredible producer. He is um in his own words a demonstrative character uh he 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 brings so much to the table um and it's it's a lot of it's like he has an old school mentality you know that he's been hold on one second you saw momo Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. Can you make sure she doesn't go in our house? Okay. Good. And and why? So your three-year-old. That's it. That's him. That's awesome. Yeah, he's he's the best. He's he's <laughs> making sure that the the local neighborhood cat didn't come into our house. <laughs> that's beautiful. Which is actually the the propensity for the cat to come into the house is extremely high. So okay, so the, he, he nailed it. Good job. That's Momo. Yeah, no, Tony, he's an amazing guy. And he brought so much to the table. He, um, he's been in music, um, you know, professionally, probably longer than I've been alive, which is a lot, you know, like, okay. um, I'm not young and, and he still has the same passion for music. And, um, I loved what I learned from him he's he his understanding of the guitar and his passion for the guitar i've never never met anyone like that wow wow well, can, can you give me an example of the that guitar um so it was so fun um just certain shapes that that um um passing tones and and inversions are crucial it's not a g of course, it's it's a G, but you want to play it like this because the note before it and the note afterward are this. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. um, and let's hint at the tritone here because it'll set up the next chord. That that kind of thing. Um, wow. And with a a confidence and a prowess that it it's almost like math, where it's a there is a right or a wrong answer. Right. You know. Yep which is rare to have someone with that kind of um, 
conviction. Even when I would disagree with him, it was like, you know, no, it's math. Why, why would you, you know, <laughs> that's, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'm not one to shy away from a fight. So we had a lot of good, uh, cordial disagreements, dissonant, dissonant conversations about harmony <laughs> i love that that's so cool hey the album um it, there's a cliche i'm going to pull out it rewards close listening every time i listen to it i heard some more more stuff there's um mm. it's, it's it's quite clever there's there's so many textures interwoven like even the opening track beloved there's all these trippy guitars all these not big big statements on their own but you you wrap them all together the reverse guitars there's uh, some vibrato going on. Um, man, it's just a beautiful tapestry, but it never gets super messy. How did you achieve that? Yeah. Um, well, we spent months in pre-production. Okay. So uh, there's a Hemingway quote or a principle. It's the, uh, I think it's Hemingway. It's the iceberg principle where you, you have this entire huge um, – part of the iceberg that's unseen that is what lifts the seen part of the iceberg out of the water and so yeah yeah it's almost like um in rehearsals and and pre-production all of the work all the things that no one will ever hear are what kind of allowed the the album to to shine the way it does and it is um it's a really understated record both tony and the the guy who mixed it chad blake the thing that I learned the most from him is to chase a feeling rather than to chase some sort of um, prowess, you know, okay. some sort of yeah. impressive ability that you could show off in mixing and guitar playing and lyric writing or anything. Rather, um, how does it move you? Um, and that's a that's a that's kind of a rare thing these days, you know. And I I loved that that approach and it does re reward the 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 second third fourth listen because there's so many layers when you're when you're approaching it like that you're you're almost expecting someone to have the same amount of investment as you've put into the music I hope you are enjoying today's interview. Now, this podcast is brought to you by The Pedal Movie, a feature-length film all about effects pedals created by the music gear Mark Place Reverb. Now, you know we love guitar pedals here on the Guitar Speak podcast, and we're super excited on the release of this film. The Pedal Movie explores how effects pedals and their builders have shaped modern music and guitar playing over time, from the fuzz pedal experiments of the Rolling Stones and Jimi Hendrix, through the shoegaze and indie rock of the 90s, and up to the modern day use of effects. Reverb also speaks with builders and leaders from more than 50 pedal brands to answer the big question, how did guitar pedals get so big? Reverb's The Pedal Movie is available now on iTunes, Google Play and Voodoo. For more info, check out thepedalmovie.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar course put together by master guitar teacher Joe Elliott. Now, I was a beta tester for the course, and as a music educator myself, I was very impressed by the logical layout and format of the course. Heavyweight guitarists such as Brett Garsett and Greg Koch 
have also endorsed the program. So check it out at www.fretboardbiology.com. Okay, back to our interview. Hey, when I spoke to Drew those, those couple of years back, um, I asked him about your relationship as guitar players. I'd love to hear your side of the story. Yeah. Um, well, the good thing about Tony is me and Tony fought so much, I didn't have to fight with any of my band members, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so usually it's me fighting with Tim or me fighting with Drew. Okay. And, you know, we didn't have to fight at all. So, <laughs> no, I, I think Drew and I are kind of, you could say oil and water, but I think it might be um, oil and, and vinegar might be a better approach. Cause I think, okay. um, we go really well on a salad is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I think we're both needed. Um, he is – he will try every pedal and every setting and every guitar, and he loves to just chase different things. And I'm the guy who's like, what guitar do you have in your hand? Then let's use that one, you know? Okay, yep, yep. And, you know, I think both approaches are needed. Sure. And I think we kind of yin and yang, we balance each other out. Yeah, awesome. That's really cool, man. Can I ask you about a couple of tracks? Um, if I Were You, that's got one of the most intriguing guitar sounds on the record. It sounds almost hi-fi, almost like direct-to-board kind of fuzziness. What Do you remember what was going on with that track? You know, it's so funny. Like I, When you were um, talking about Drew, this is the other difference is he – he thinks about all of this obsesses about it. <laughs> okay. I literally just, I grabbed a guitar off of the wall at Tony's. Yeah. Which he's got the most impressive library of guitars to choose okay. from. Um, I think I plugged it into a white amp. Um, you know, the, the white amps affiliated with Fender in the early years. Oh, okay. Do you know them? They're, know them. They were made by, um, I can't remember his, first name but his last name was white and he was in charge of the fender okay um, wow yeah they're incredible amps um and i think the guitar was this this old gretch that that tony has and so the funny thing about that song is that um i had just written it and there was one of the few days near the end of tracking that drew and jerome weren't there and so I played the song for Tony and Tony's like, let's track it. And I was like, well, well Drew and Jerome are here. He's like, that's fine. It sounds great as a three piece. Let's go. Uh-huh. And so um, that for me is kind of a, it feels like a great statement on the album, 12 albums in to kind of call back to when we were a three piece. And yeah, uh, right. it does, it feels, uh, yeah, really simple. A simple song with, with, with some fun uh, chordal elements in the in the you know the the, the changes in there. Yeah, totally awesome, man. Um, the hard way uh, brings the fuzz to the front. Uh, I know fuzz is a, a lot of fun for you guys. Did you remember what was uh, going on for that track? Yeah, so I remember singing the vocals for that one. That was a blast kind of chasing the beach boys like a really dissonant uh beach boys you know kind of maybe post apocalyptic 2020 beach boys you know <laughs> in a Perfect. lockdown quarantine situation <laughs> that's what you need 
yeah so in in the in the studio we recorded everything at sound city and it's a small room i i we were all in masks and i was the fortunate one being the singer i get to sing in the vocal booth and okay. take my mask off yeah nice and um so chad on that particular song he's he's playing chopsticks in in the the whole way through the song we had to overdub like real drumsticks <laughs> in the chorus okay but yeah that that beat right there was really fun and i remember really locking in with tim on that particular song and i think that was a tennessean a gretsch tennessean okay i think i, I can't i can't remember like yeah. I said, and, Drew would remember exactly what, yeah, what yeah, he yeah. was playing always. But I there was the um the second verse is a great like kind of uh callback rock and roll riff that uh Drew's playing. It's so fun to hear. Yeah, awesome man. I see you playing Gretches uh, quite a bit too with the live shows as well. There's that one of all the writing writing on yeah. it. What, what what model is that? What's your live Gretch that you you pull out? So the my Fascination with Gretsch began when I was, uh, I think I was like 20 years old. I bought a pawn shop guitar, this Gretsch um, Beast, they call it, the BST <laughs> 2000, I think it is. Okay. And it's a crappy guitar that has microphonic pickups that I loved. And uh -huh. um, that started my uh, fascination with Gretsch. And, and so, yeah, some of the, the, the newer solid, um, like center block, uh, Gretsch's and, and, um, yeah, I, I love them. I like, I like the center block because it is, it has a little bit more reliability when you're on the road sure. flying and all of those things. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when you turn up, you're not, uh, you're not going to call the dogs quite as often you know so uh, yeah that's the one i play most often live nice awesome well john's awesome been awesome to meet you i've uh, been a huge fan of the music for many years and um yeah like i said i love the new record super exciting to get to talk to you about it today and uh, i know you gotta run now and do some more press but uh thanks for joining me on the guitar speak podcast man yeah thanks for having us and uh I should have done it from the studio so I could have some some form of guitars in my background as well. <laughs> yeah, no worries, it's all good. <laughs> hey, good I luck with it Moon. It's it's like I think this year we've all gotten really creative with with our spaces, right? Absolutely. Like, well, if yeah. you can't go anywhere, I'm gonna make something pretty cool right here. <laughs> That's right. That's totally it. Hey, good luck with right. Moo the cat as well. All right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> have, a, have a great day. Thanks for your Thanks. time. Thanks, John. You too, man. See ya. All right. Peace. Bye. All right. There you go. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Now, this podcast was brought to you by The Pedal Movie, the feature-length film all about effects pedals created by Reverb. Reverb's The Pedal Movie is available now on iTunes, Google Play, and Vudu. For more information, visit thepedalmovie.com. The show was also brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar course put together by ex-head of guitar at GIT, Joe Elliott. Check out fretboardbiology.com for more information.
Alrighty then, you have been listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. My name is Matt Wakeling, and as the legendary German rocker Michael Schenker once told me, Keep rocking, keep on rocking. Keep on rocking indeed. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you next time. Bye now.